0: Hello everyone, welcome back to It's a Wonderful Podcast. I think it is episode 115, mean I, wow. I think. I it's think it's episode. <laughs> I do, because I never actually know, because I always lose count and then forget what number we're actually on and then sound like an idiot when it's secretly 116. Although like, well, I really think do think.
1: <laughs> that's the brand, I think. you just It never is the knowing brand. That... <laughs> it's a running gag. <laughs>
0: it's a running gag. It's basically very, very expected at this point. It's the kind yes. of running gag that nobody likes anymore because it's been done too much.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: gone too far. Stop <laughs> it now. Um, it's yes okay. Though. I
1: appreciate it. <laughs>
0: What we, what we have to say to start off, I think, is happy 4th of July, the US.
1: Yes, happy Independence Day. <laughs> and
0: happy, um, it was also Canada Day this week, so happy Canada Day, specifically Janine. <laughs> oh,
1: well, and thank you. all the and other, all other wonderful like, Canadian fellow people. Canadians. Yes. yes, that
0: we do love and that, you know, we both know other Canadians as well. I go to Canada quite a lot. I know Canadian people. They're lovely people. So happy. i am spent way more time on Canada Day than, uh, than 4th of July in this intro. Rightfully so, because <laughs> the US is
1: terrible. It is, it's pretty and messed up right now. Yeah, so.
0: <laughs> I'm going to begin this episode um perhaps perhaps uh justifiably given what the movie we're discussing is today i'm going to begin this episode with a tirade against blind <laughs> patriotism no i'm not really. okay <laughs> i'm not
1: yeah if you do really want to see a lot of that you can go listen to our episode of morgan hasn't seen on independence day yes, very, yes it was can. very interesting to see morgan's uh thoughts yeah. on uh
0: On patriotism Patriotism. in general.
1: (laughs) Don't get me wrong. the (laughs) concept.
0: Yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong. I hate British patriotism as well. It's not just American patriotism that I'm I'm against.
1: I'm glad you don't discriminate more against. (laughs) No, I don't.
0: I I don't discriminate. Look, I think the Canadians can be as patriotic as they want to be. The Canadians, the Swedish people. Like all Scandinavian people, to be honest with you, can be as patriotic as, they, patriotic as they want to be. French people, you know, but like Americans, like what? What do you have to be happy about at the minute? Nothing. So stop no. celebrating. But happy Fourth of July anyway, <laughs> because we have to be positive. <laughs> no, I'm, um, I only half joke.
1: America, America appreciates you for that tongue yes. lashing you just gave it. So I it only... needs it. Needs a little. It needs a little tough love right now. <laughs> it
0: does. I do only half joke though. Um but We're not we're not really gonna get I mean, it's a big point of the movie we're gonna be discussing to be fair is yes. is patriotism <laughs> and, and the corruption of government, which is also <laughs> a lovely kind of. fun topic to get into <laughs> Oh
1: yes. <laughs> because
0: the movie we are talking about today, what is it, Janine?
1: We are talking Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, a movie I was very surprised you hadn't seen.
0: Well, you know, American patriotism. No, I'm going to stop. I'm going to (laughs) stop. We talked about running gags. Every
1: sentence, it's going to be like American patriotism.
0: (laughs) We talked about running gags going on too long before. That's already gone on too long. Stop saying it. (laughs) Get it out of my head. Let's let's have a I mean, smack of my own head and let's get it out of there to to yes, just end all that. I mean,
1: now. No matter how you feel about patriotism, I mean, you can't not watch this movie and get some kind of feels from it, right?
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Look, this is, this is my my weird relationship with patriotism, anyway, because like patriotic movies and like monuments and things I think are really great, historically, you know, like historically and kind of, but even movies to, you know, movies like this, for example, movies like Glory that we watched for Morgan Hasn't Seen, a patriotic movie, a rightfully so patriotic movie. There's certain situations, this is what I mean, there's certain situations where patriotism is perfectly valid and like, yay, like, I'll be patriotic in some cir- circumstances, but in, in, in many others, it's not a problem with patriotism. It's a problem with blind patriotism. Like, don't just say, yes, we're great, without actually acknowledging that a lot of what you're doing is not great.
1: Yeah, like, yay America, I love America. Okay, well, why do you love America? I just love America. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But people say that about Britain.
0: And this is not to rang on America, because people say this about Britain as well. Like, oh, I'm, you know, proud to be British. Why? Why are you proud to be British? Because I was born here, I was raised here. Yes, so was I. Why are you proud to be British? Well, we're, we're the best country in the world. Are we? Why?
1: Then? Why? <laughs>
0: Nobody can ever actually answer the and question, and
1: then people take offense to the question itself. Like, exactly. how dare you even dare to question why? You know,
0: <laughs> exactly. And then you start yes. getting, and then you start so, yes. getting racist and nationalist about it. But yes. we're not going to go into that <laughs> because that's so not what I can this see, movie is.
1: I can see where the blindness comes into yeah. um, making patriotism tarnished so yes I, I get where you're coming from i apologize but... <laughs> i had to start off the episode like that i
0: just i have an opinion janine I have I, an opinion. i'm fully aware <laughs> um...
1: but yes we are talking mr smith goes to washington we a are, very a, a, um, a positive you know, movie positive movie about patriotism and yes you know doing the right thing more doing. than anything else i think
0: absolutely
1: fighting yeah. the good fight for something you believe in, that all of that kind of Frank Capra goodness, so.
0: all of the Frank Capra goodness. I mean, what does Mister Smith lo- goes to Washington love more than anything else? Freedom, freedom and liberty, and filibuster. That's basically it. That's all you need. That's all you need to know. Yes. You want a summary of Mr. Smith Goes to Washington? Freedom, liberty, and filibuster. That's all you need.
1: Yes. And plus, I think people like hearing the way you say filibuster.
0: <laughs> or is it not said filibuster?
1: <laughs> filibuster, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we don't really have
0: filibusters here because it doesn't work the same. No. I think the idea of a filibuster is only in the US. You know, because of the way that whole situation is yes. and written up constitutionally. in That kind of situation anyway. I know we have plenty <laughs> to talk about with Mr. Smith that goes to Washington, but it is of course Patreon shout out day. Because yes. what better time to celebrate patrons than on that that are mostly American and Canadian, if not on the week of Canada Day and the Fourth of July. Yes. I mean, so. <laughs> are all of these people from those na- from those nations? I I don't um, actually rightfully well, know, sure. but a, a lot of them are. I don't know.
1: I think we have all Americans and one Canadian, perhaps. Maybe.
0: I don't know though. What if somebody's like secretly from France,
1: well, and we just don't know. Of... Well, you know,
0: French Canadians, hey. Hey, French Canadians, (laughs) okay, there you go. Um, In fact, we have Ken Napsok on here. Isn't Ken Napsok like, ancestrally Russian? I don't know. Pretty sure he is. Pretty sure his grandparents are Russian. I don't know where that information came (laughs) from. I listen to Ken (laughs) Napsok's podcast, that's why. Um, Anyway... (laughs) We do actually have a fun. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm losing the plot today. Don't know what's going on. I think we have a fun. Uh, we have a fun sort of intro into the Patreon shoutouts, though, don't we? We do. Know?
1: I think we do. From our good friend uh, movie fanboy Steve, he made another fun little uh, Patreon intro for us before we read off the names of our lovely patrons. So let's 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 hear this uh, intro, man. The following message
0: is sponsored by Purple and our love for patrons. Ask your doctor if Purple is right for you. In Patreon, our group is strong. Look at all the muscles. Morgan said they don't need a song. So give a cheer. Ah, ah, Janine sound effects. For the names you'll hear, like Carla, Abby, Billy, Patrick. Brienne's right here. Or you can send a jeer, because Brandon really grinds our gears. When Morgan speaks, Janine does too. Now pick a turn, you two. Pew, pew 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 pew.
1: These are the supporters of It's a Wonderful Podcast.
0: Thank you, Steve. <laughs>
1: Yes, thank you very much for that, Steve. I think you covered it all pretty well. <laughs>
0: yes, I just like how he has to throw in there that we talk over each other. We try <laughs> right? not to. We really we just try. Have so
1: much to say. <laughs> See, like we just, we just proved him right right there.
0: <laughs> you don't know how hard it is, guys, when you're not in the same room. Okay.
1: Yes, and you have these pauses in between sentences. I really should learn to read them by this point. Not in between
0: <laughs> sentences. This is this is the thing. In the middle of sentences, I will pause. Yes.
1: I always think you're done speaking and then you continue on. <laughs> oh, I'm
0: sorry. Oh, dear. Anyway.
1: So, so, yes. Thank you, Steve. Here are our patrons.
0: <laughs> Here are our patrons. They're in a weird order this week because the list yeah. didn't want to be correct. So, Janine. Take it away.
1: All right. Well, thank you to new patron, Faraz Muthana.
0: Thank you to all the new Patreon, patron, 90s Comics Box, which I'm led <laughs> to believe from fact is Janine's brother, Justin.
1: Yes, I do believe so. <laughs> um, thank you, Travis Mickey, new patron as well.
0: And thank you, I believe, to a fourth new Patreon <laughs> Patron, can't get my words out. Video Drew.
1: Yes. And thank you so much, Adelaide.
0: Thank you, Corey Morissette.
1: Thank you, Robert Parker.
0: Thank you to Brianne Chandler.
1: Thank you, John Mariano.
0: Thank you, Nick Gilmore.
1: Thank you to my girl, Tina, Christina Farrow.
0: Thank you, Heather Sabian.
1: Thank you to my other girl, Abby Friel.
0: Part of the, the coven, aren't they now? Yes, that' what you coven. call yourselves, yes. <laughs> I think it is. I like oh, with it. With
1: Kristen Smith, yes, we are the Coven.
0: I like it as long as I can be Satan, I'm happy. <laughs> um, thank <laughs> this you. From
1: Eastwick or what? <laughs> yes,
0: thank you to Megs.
1: <laughs> thank you, Adelia Chamberlain.
0: Thank you, Nicole Pereira.
1: Thank you, Dwayne Burke.
0: Thank you, Sally Mercedes.
1: Thank you, Marcus Burton.
0: Thank you to Steve again, of Movie for yes.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Jake Yacovetta.
0: Thank you, Samir Tesfai.
1: Thank you, Patrick Harden. You got a little mention in that intro. <laughs> he
0: did, he did. Thank you, Jenny Lawson.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Oscar Romo.
0: Thank you to Calafis.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Adam Collins.
0: Thank you, Delisha Renee.
1: Thank you, LK.
0: Thank you, Gigi.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Randall Sands.
0: Thank you to the great Ken Napsock.
1: The Russian Ken Napsock.
0: The, the ancestrally <laughs> Russian Ken Napsock.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Jeff Newton.
0: Thank you, Brandon Hanna.
1: Thank you, Odd Shaped Channel Tom and Kimber. Love you guys.
0: Thank you, Eric Garcia.
1: Thank you, of course, Billy Paul
0: and thank you last but not least to Laura Horsefall patrons, patrons 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 i'm just going to be thinking about the ancestry of ken now for the whole show and whether it whether i've actually got it correct or not i don't know anyway yeah. mr smith goes to washington janine now this was a movie that you watched in school?
1: I did. I can't remember I think it was um, like American History, so we were learning about um, kind of government type stuff, which is not stuff that I ever really, you know I retained that much about but I just remember really loving the movie and getting kind of the feels from it and the passion about it um, and yeah I think this was like the first time I had really kind of delved into a classic movie that was kind of popular, you know? Yeah. Because any kind of other older movies I had seen were not, like, these big name, you know, Frank Capra, big time, you know, classic Hollywood things. So this was probably, like, the first movie of that ilk that I had ever seen. Okay. Um, and I think I saw it maybe, like, in seventh grade, like, in junior high school. So, um, yeah, and it just kind of stayed with me. So, yeah, I thought it would be kind of perfect to... Uh, be you know something to talk about during you know Fourth of July and definitely definitely a movie I think you would have wanted to see and needed to see so
0: obviously as obviously. a
1: classic films guy yes
0: so. I mean look Frank Capra do let's not discredit Frank Capra's quality when it comes to dramas yeah because a lot of the time. You think Frank Capra? You think oh, Frank Capra did like fairly light-hearted movies, and yes, all of them starred Jimmy Stewart, and that's not true. But Frank Capra liked to work with Jimmy Stewart. Um, but this this movie is a is a is a is a drama. It's you know it's a hard drama. It's not a upsetting drama, but it's it's a yeah. it's an uplifting drama, if anything. Um, but it's got you know there ain't. There ain't too much romance in there. There isn't too much comedy in there. And yes, sure, it's sprinkled. Yeah. You get it sprinkled. I think Frank Capra just has to sprinkle some of that into some his movies. Some of that.
1: But the fight is what's most kind of important. Exactly. And, uh, we focused on Because
0: let's have a look what other huge drama Frank Capra directed in his career. Is it by any chance <laughs> the namesake of this show? yes perhaps it is (laughs) did that also star jimmy stewart yes it did did. i like i like late 30s jimmy stewart though because he's so youthful i mean he's young looking anyway before 1950 jimmy stewart's pretty young looking anyway yeah but in in the 30s he just looks like a child he looks like a very tall (laughs) gangly child which is the point of his character in this movie, to be perfect? Yes, honest.
1: Yes, very naive and, you know, very kind of optimistic and not yeah. really aware of, you know... He's kind of being used as a pod and he doesn't realise it. He is. He gets... Very onor- idealistic.
0: He gets, what, honorarily appointed to the Senate? Yes. Um, Just to fill a vacancy and as, as, a, as a, a... Like you said, as a poem for some terrible business Hire. landowner, whatever Corruption. he is. Yeah. What's his name? James Taylor. Yes. Uh, James so Taylor. He... <laughs> is that his name?
1: No, isn't there a singer named James Taylor? <laughs> I don't know if
0: there's a singer named James Taylor. I'm just fairly sure that the, the villain okay. of this movie is it's called Taylor. James Taylor.
1: Taylor.
0: Yeah. I'm sure it's James. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway um he's the villain of the movie he gets appointed jimmy stewart gets appointed to the senate he goes to washington obviously that's the name of the movie and it's all very oh look washington oh look monuments oh let's have a montage and he does have
1: kind of a very nice moment at the lincoln he does which is kind of like the main place like he always kind of goes there because he he really likes
0: lincoln really yeah. likes Lincoln. I mean, if look, if there's one older president to like it's probably Lincoln. You know, yeah. he's kind of pretty well regarded by near enough everybody. Yeah. Right? Um yeah. and the Lincoln the Lincoln Memorial is incredibly impressive. Yeah. I've been to I've been to DC twice. Once was for like four days, once was for one day. So like the one day one it was very rushed and you barely gotta see anything. But the four day one was like, okay, let's really get into D C in there. Yeah. Lincoln Memorial's beautiful. I mean the whole I don't what what is it actually called? What is it actually called? The the main the main it's not a square, the main strip of DC between the Capitol building and the Lincoln Memorial, where there's the Washington Monument in the middle, you've got the White House down at the bottom right, you've got the other memorials on the left hand side. What is it called? It's got a name, it's got all the museums, all the museums, all the museums anyway. That place, it's beautiful. <laughs> It's really, really beautiful to sort of walk around there and see all these impressive monuments and impressive buildings, and you can see why Jimmy Stewart at the start of this movie is all like, "Oh, awe, yeah, he's wide-eyed,
1: and, yeah, yeah." He wants to see more, and like people are just kind of laughing at him
0: because you know we learn that he's, you know, he's grown up reading about Lincoln and reading about the history of american politics and that kind of thing um so he's really you know he's really well tuned in on all that kind yeah. of stuff yet they still yeah he is still naive about the situation because he's read pretty much exclusively positive things as you usually do when you're reading yeah. certain history books you know they will i think we've had a i think we have spoke about this fairly recently history and the way textbooks and such Books like to spin things, things that they
1: leave yeah things they leave out
0: so that's clearly what you know mr smith himself was studying was reading up on yeah. um which is why he obviously turns up and thinks everything's gonna go swimmingly and then it just doesn't go swimmingly does it because claude Rains is involved as well
1: and he's that's someone who he trusts because you know he was friends with his father, and his father was killed because of his kind of beliefs and fighting for the greater good and you know yeah, he there's a lot of was shot in the back and
0: there's a lot know. of greater good situations going on, yeah. which I always like the greater good can be a bad thing and a good thing. I think a lot of the time. A lot of the time it's nice to think of the greater good as a good thing. Sometimes it can be a bad thing because it means, like, you know, killing somebody or something like that. Yeah. What is, in fact, let's, let's for some reason, link Mr. Smith Goes to Washington to the Harry Potter universe. Grindelwald's okay. whole thing is for the greater good. That's his literal motto. And that's Grindelwald. The greater
1: good. <laughs>
0: his literal motto is for the greater good. And this is the second most powerful dark wizard of all time. Yeah. So the greater good can be evil. But not in this movie. The greater good is just oh, that's just great. This is what we all want. This is what we all want. I mean, it's not what we all want because we have we have our sneaky little business interests and our own desire to be the proven corruption. right, don't we? Claude Reigns and <laughs> other senators. Yeah. We we like being proven right, and we don't like Jimmy Stewart coming in here throwing up the whole system because he doesn't really know what he's doing. But he, so he ends up throwing the whole system up anyway. Everybody getting annoyed with it mm-hmm. What is it they want to do?
1: They want to build a dam.
0: They want to build a dam where Jimmy Stewart wants to build a summer camp,
1: like a boys' camp, because he feels like you know it's up to molding the youth and giving yeah. them a place to be so they're not like on the streets doing nothing or you know so they can contribute to grow and learn to contribute to society in positive ways like he has a very positive outlook
0: you um, would you would think what he's trying to do you would think that would be an ideology that would be that universally shared. Mm-hmm. yeah shared <laughs> but, but it isn't because we have to build a dam, because the dam gives us money. Money, 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 money. We are yes. America. We love money. <laughs> is the movie... Is the movie... Here's a question. Is Mr. Smith Goes to Washington ever so sneakily, but really kind of not sneakily, very anti-capitalist? I mean, I think
1: I think it was definitely that underlying vibe going through that movie for sure
0: is this why i like frank capra
1: (laughs) why because he's always trying to stick it to the man (laughs)
0: because he's always trying to stick it to the man it's exactly what he's trying to do (laughs) i like it it's great jimmy stewart jimmy stewart just jimmy stewart kind of does that as well though jimmy stewart's always coming up against some sort of evil corrupt businessman look at it's a wonderful life again i mean it's a wonderful life also is kind of the same way it's like oh there's a corrupt businessman that's the villain and it's only really caring about the community love and self-worth and money literally is thrown around as though it doesn't matter
1: Essentially, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think Frank Capra is an anti-capitalist, and I've, I, am I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that.
1: But he just adds that extra touch of schmaltz, so you don't really like see it like that. <laughs> Maybe Look, not at first.
0: <laughs> there's schmaltz in this movie. There's a little bit of schmaltz yeah. in Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. You got Gene Arthur playing, uh, what's her name, it Clarissa? Is,
1: oh yes, yeah, she's um, Clarissa uh, Saunders.
0: She's pretty good. I like her. Yeah,
1: I really like her.
0: And uh, and Thomas Mitchell as well, who's Uncle Billy in It's a Wonderful Life. There's crossover because we think yes. Frank Capra likes to do the same <laughs> things. The same people. Mm-hmm. Thomas Mitchell's in this movie and playing dis dis. What's his name? Deez? Diz. 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 Not yes. Diz nuts. That's not what <laughs> no, he's called. Not... Is it? <laughs> did it not uh, just say Diz nuts. That's no I don't even know what it means. What does it mean? You don't know that's what just these a, nuts. Are? That's just a <laughs> phrase that I've heard. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it's in reference to.
1: It's just like these. It's like uh, you know, a sassier way of saying these. these well I get nuts. that. <laughs> yeah. So oh These nuts. <laughs> oh, but
0: what's it what does it mean? I know what it means, but like when would you use that?
1: If you're tell if you're trying to insult somebody, tell them to suck on these nuts.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> Bitch. <laughs>
0: Probably doesn't fit if Mr. Smith goes to Washington then, does it?
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure his name was not d's As no. in short for D's. <laughs> <laughs> unless I mean that's what Frank, Frank Capra wanted to say to the man yes that's exactly, <laughs> so these we, we, I love it <laughs>
0: that's exactly what Frank Capra said. saying Just,
1: that's what Frank Capra is saying to you know government
0: <laughs> do you not love that about this movie Ginny what do you love about this movie
1: Um, I kind of love his passion and I love uh the Saunders character how she's kind of in on Mocking him until she kind of sees how hard he's willing to fight, and then when she kind of gets behind him like that and tries to help him through it, that whole filibuster part is just yeah, it's very powerful.
0: I mean, it takes up ages in the movie, and rightfully so, yeah. because it lasts for ages, yes. and just and, but it is it is a movie about passion. It's a movie about. Fighting, the good fight, it's a movie about freedom, like we've said before. It loves freedom. America likes to think it loves freedom. And this is what I mean, like, America likes to think it loves freedom, but secretly it really doesn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it just says it does. And in some circumstances, it does. But in, you know, others, it just really doesn't no, like that facts. at all. Yeah. Um, but freedom is something that we, I think we 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 can all agree, it is a positive thing. Yes. In general. That's what I mean. This movie. This movie's super. It's a little bit kind of rose-tinted glasses. I mean, from from Jimmy Stewart's perspective, he oh he starts the movie with rose-tinted glasses on everything's oh nice oh that's oh this is wonderful. Oh, I love this. This is great. These are all the places I've read about for years. I'm here. I'm in the Senate building. When he walks into the Senate building for the first time, you know, when he yeah. walks into that Senate room and he's got that kid with him, what's the kid doing? That's my question. Why is there they're a kid there?
1: there? To, I don't know. They're just there to, like, run things and take people's coats. They're, like, interning, I guess, kind of.
0: Does that happen now?
1: i don't think so but you
0: know (laughs) do you watch senate meetings on the television
1: no i do not
0: can they be viewed i don't know how it works in that sort of thing there's like
1: like c-span and i think those are kind of those like hearings and meetings and
0: because we have bbc parliament it's just, it's just it's just coverage of Parliament sometimes sometimes because like on a random Monday, there's like nobody in, and it's just people talking about things that really don't matter <laughs> like oh, we need to build to a new bridge <laughs> over this little stream in absolutely the middle of nowhere. Can we <laughs> please have permission from the <laughs> Right honourable Minister? to build this bridge
1: well we're we going to it's a... like... <laughs> do you just like to pretend they're like ministry meetings instead <laughs> just apply no. all of that stuff to Harry Potter <laughs> no
0: because that's how they talk you know you have to call people the right honourable gentleman and things like that
1: you can't know, call people by name it... wouldn't it make it more fun if you just pretended like it was like a ministry meeting <laughs> but nobody
0: likes the ministry of magic Ginny they're they're kind of terrible as well throughout the whole yes, story of Harry Potter. but I would think Harry it would Potter. be
1: more entertaining than just boring old Parliament people. I
0: don't watch it all the time. I'll turn it on <laughs> if it looks like something silly's going on. Did you know that though? That is, did you know that it's an absolute, it's a law that you have to refer to one another in Parliament as the Right Honourable Gentleman and the Right Honourable Lady.
1: And what will happen if you don't do that?
0: No, you just don't do it. It's just it's just like you get you get like please be please exit from the chamber um for the remainder of the session. Ugh. It's serious. You can't call you know, like you can't call people Mr Mr. Smith, for example. You can't call people <laughs> Mr. Smith.
1: You have the, to address them properly.
0: But you can't call them the right honourable Mr. Smith. You have to say, the Right Honourable Member of Parliament for such a place.
1: Oh no, that's too yeah. much.
0: A lot of the time you'll hear people say, my Right Honourable Friend. What my Right Honourable Friend was referring to is this, and that's why I think that the Right Honourable Gentleman Opposite should be saying that. It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but it makes it fun. Anyway, it? Yeah. That, that's Britain. This is America. <laughs> <laughs> this is America. I'm not so sure there's too many British movies about positivity but, in parliament. I don't think that would ever exist not. to be honest with you. <laughs> the kind of people sure that, that. make the kind of people that spearhead the British film industry frankly hate the government. So I don't think we'd ever be seeing that sort of stuff. Fair I don't enough. know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All the other things that you love about Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. I don't want to take over this whole thing with well, my I mean, nonsense you... opinions.
1: This is your first time seeing this movie. What did you think of it? What did you love about this movie aside from the scene where he went around down punching a bunch of people in the face?
0: Obviously, I loved the scene where he went around the town punching people in the face. That was hilarious. <laughs> I'm not quite sure why he was even... Do- I think... Was he doing it because there was because some Because he realized
1: of- he thought the journalist really wanted to talk to him, get to know him, and hear about his policy and his idea for the young boys, you know, getting this camp and you know, being able to, like, to contribute to the future of America, and he really thought these journalists and these reporters really wanted to hear about this, but then they were just using him to make fun of him, so then once he saw, like, kind of how they were mocking him all in the papers, he, like, chased yeah. down all these reporters and, like, was punching them in the face. Which, you know,
0: If a senator did, if an elected senator did, do you elect senators? Is that how senators work or do they get appointed? Do you elect them?
1: I think they get appointed. Well, I mean, that's what happened in this movie, right? They just appointed him.
0: Yeah, I suppose. I don't know, though. I get confused. I get confused. Who do you elect? You elect the Congress, don't you? That's who you elect. I mean, not you personally, because I know...
1: <laughs> I can't do anything because but I'm Canadian. <laughs> does sell
0: does America elect the Congress and the Senate? I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works, which is shocking, really, that I've forgotten yeah, yeah. how that works. I've been in the room. I've not been in stuff. the room. Yeah. I've been in the Capitol <laughs> building.
1: Yeah, I thought you were into all this kind of stuff.
0: I know, but it's government, it's politics, isn't it? I'm into, like, history and things like that. And, and and culture. I'm into history and culture. I don't need to know the ins and outs of how the American political system works. I'm never going to have a vote in that country. So I'm absolutely fine. I'm never going to have a vote in that country. I can't do that. You know?
1: Yeah. So you so do just know. watch movies like this. Exactly watch other people. Exactly. Be passionate against the terror government.
0: <laughs> I mean, look, ultimately, I really, 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 really liked this movie. I mean, how could I not like this movie? It's Jimmy Stewart at prime Jimmy Stewart being passionate Jimmy Stewart. It's absolutely perfect. It's absolutely well, what you, perfect.
1: What did you like about what this movie was saying, was trying to say?
0: And well, this is what I mean. This movie loves freedom, it loves liberty, and it loves the fighting, the good fight, which are all obviously very nice things in terms of messages and that kind of things. I'm like, two big thumbs up to Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. You're great. Yes, okay. agreed. You know, agreed and also well explained with your yeah. point that you're trying to make. There's just something about Frank Capra movies that I'm just drawn to, and there's obviously something about Jimmy Stewart that I just love. So I was never going to not like this movie a lot. It wasn't ever going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just yes.
1: Your thoughts on patriotism? Oh, yeah. just kind of looking at the movie in itself and like Thank what you. the character was trying to do and his whole kind of uh, my portrayal and mission and um, yeah you, know, you could kind of look at that and focus on his story and his journey definitely to, like the bigger picture of patriotism
0: exactly look my yeah. my half serious tirade against patriotism <laughs> is as i said only kind of half serious like i i know what i was saying and i obviously believe that it's not going to affect the way i view everything you know if i see something patriotic i'm going to be like oh that's patriotic and also impressive i'm not going to be like well that's patriotism so therefore i hate it because i'm not i'm not i'm not that kind of nonsense person you know i like to objectively look at things big fan of doing that so i might dislike, I don't know, this is why I tend not to dislike many things, just in general, because I can always see, I can always see, I can always see positives in something, and I can always see what the creators of something were trying to say to reflect their beliefs and what they wanted to say, you know, so I can never really dislike anything even though i may not agree with it because who the hell am i i could only really dislike something that i created that wasn't what i wanted it to be that would be the only thing i could dislike
1: okay i get that
0: so maybe it's a weird mindset to have and maybe you'd be like oh come on but the movie um you know uh, the Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers is a terrible movie. And yes, yeah, sure, it's a terrible movie. But could I watch that movie? Sure, because it's silly. It's nonsense. It's doing what they set out to do. I've got a way bigger problem with movies and stuff like that that don't do what they set out to do, which is why I'm an advocate of doing director's cuts and that kind of thing. Because those are the people who know what they want to do with the movies. Where they get meddled with by other people. that shouldn't be meddling with somebody's work.
1: Very interesting comparison. Mr. Smith Goes to Washington to Cat in the Hat. I I get what you're saying. I wasn't
0: comparing (laughs) Mr. Smith Goes to Washington to Mike Myers' The Cat in the Hat. Which is, objectively, a, a bad movie. It's not a good movie. But does that mean that it wasn't supposed to be a hallucinogenic, production-designed, cartoonish, kind of weirdly adult humour nightmare? No, because I think that's exactly what it was supposed to be. Was it correct to be that? No. No. It succeeded. It accomplished its ridiculous mission. So I can't be that mad with it. And I've watched that movie more times than I would care Mm -hmm. to admit. I quite, I quite enjoy watching that movie. I like when, I like when Mike Myers refers to a gardening tool as a dirty hoe.
1: Oh, wow. We're going learn new things about you In a Cat time. in
0: the Hat movie. <laughs> I like that. I That's funny. I
1: appreciate you. I appreciate you so much right
0: I like, <laughs> I like when Mike Myers cuts his own tail off while pretending to host a cooking show as the Cat in the Hat.
1: The takeaways from this episode will be D's Nuts and Dirty Hell.
0: Sure, of course <laughs> I, they will. I think. Absolutely nothing to do with our <laughs> conversations on Mr. Smith Goes to Washington at all. No. No. Um, but no, though, I you know, I was never not going to like this movie. I really was. Well, I, there would be no way.
1: Yes. Um, well, how do you feel about his arc? Like, where he starts and where he ends? The hero's journey.
0: I mean, it is. It's... But in... It's a i think it's 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 relatable in in a sense that i think we all especially to be honest young men of which i was and some would say still am have certain um idealistic views on things when we are you know out of You know, whether whether it's university or whether you're just growing up and young, you say, oh, I've done my schooling now. I know best. I know best. You never do. You never do. And I know that. You never do. But you think you do at a certain age. And it's different for everybody. But I can speak for me. You do. You do think that. For me, it came at like 16. Whereas by like 17, I was like, nah, that's not right, is it? And it's like, no, that's not right, is it? And now I'm here, where I am now, all these years later, pretending to be 85, because secretly, <laughs> mentally, that's what's happened to me. Yes. But we all have that naivety about us, and we all have that idealistic view of the world about us. I think everybody has that, to be honest with you. Yeah. So I just like how he discovers the realist, the the sort of corrupt realism the whole situation or the realistic corruption would probably be the right way to say that um and he realizes that this thing that he loves so much isn't all good in fact it's a hell of a lot of bad and how do we get around that well we personally fight our fight our good fight for what we believe in for the positive change
1: and you see all the kind of things he's up against like uh the tailor you know trying to manipulate him and claude yeah. Rains, who he believes to be his friend also kind of trying to manipulate him too and even a little bit saunders like she is kind of a little bit complicit in things in the beginning Um, But then when she kind of really gets to know him and sees what he's about and sees how much passion he has, like, she immediately kind of starts to feel bad and feel sorry for him for what he's kind of dealing with. Um, There are a lot of situations to kind of make his fight even harder. So I think that makes it that much more interesting of a journey when you see kind of what he's up against, like this, you know, fish in the big. In the big pond that's exactly kind of what it is that is
0: exactly what it is a little fish in the big pond <laughs> realizing that the big pond is absolutely terrifying and how do we find our own place in it and hell mr smith finds his own place in it because every everybody and their mother is trying to get him kicked out of the senate because he's going to bring down their whole corruption scandal Yes. by just they, talking to people
1: and they go as far as to like you know calling him a liar in the papers yeah like, you know all the kids that he you know grew up that he's trying to make this camp for and his mother they go and they try to like make their own papers you know talking about how he's telling the truth and exposing all this terribleness that he's trying to expose and like you know
0: I think the this is just big
1: bad evil tailor comes along and you know <laughs> runs over the kids carts and steals their yeah. papers so corrupt.
0: I I just think that this is again Frank Capra really not liking the man because look at look at the the well established organized newspapers in the US, right? In this movie, they are essentially told what to print about Mr. Smith by Taylor. The big ones. Yes. What, saves, what saves Mr. Smith, in the minds of many people, is this tiny little independent newspaper that's run by a bunch of kids. And run by a bunch of boy rangers because apparently they weren't allowed to use the term boy scouts. The boy scouts didn't want them to use it because I think the boy scouts are an organisation that like organisations. <laughs> I don't oh, think yeah. that, and this movie does not like organisations. No. So that's what rangers I mean. Rangers. Look at the little independent boy rangers newspaper is what saves Mister Smith's image in the minds of many.
1: And for the fact that a big kind of. Taylor and these big papers that he controls would be threatened by that says exactly. a lot about <laughs> it's you know, fragile why you want to silence people. People yeah.
0: in power. Because people in power are the most fragile people. Because people in power have everything to lose. Yes. Little people don't have nothing to lose because they can only go up. These people at the top. You know, that's oh. why they've got to be that's why they have gotta be the most clean cut people ever or they're just going to get f- smacked down one way or another. Yep. Whether it's not doing the right things or whether it's something actually terrible like, you know, criminal. And or, I feel
1: like they they illustrated all of that really well. They did. Um, that whole kind of aspect of the big guy kind of really being threatened by the little guy because, like you said, he doesn't really have anything to lose. And, um, you know, that could have... Uh, A bigger impact Like you look at a surface level And you think he's like He can't do anything But then when he kind of starts Accomplishing a few things Then you know you get scared So I really kind of also liked that Illustration of how the little guy Has so much more power than He even realizes
0: Yeah and this is why Things like protests Are so necessary
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And this movie, this movie likes protest as well. This movie had a little bit of protest in there. I mean, from both sides, to be honest with you, though, this movie yeah. had a little bit of protest in there. What I, what I really didn't appreciate, but it was kind of funny in, 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 in the movie, it was kind of funny, was that all those people that were saying like, Smith tells the truth with the big banners and signs. Banners trying to
1: And try a parade and band, yeah. and then they just spray with the hose, and then, that's the end of the and then So
0: quickly, <laughs> the the all the police just come in. oh spray them, spray them all, spray them all, spray them all. Disperse, yeah, disperse, disperse, fair. and then that's just it. That's that's yeah. that that's that done with.
1: <laughs> they try. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was kind beautiful. of funny in the movie. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: To watch that, but um, you no, know, it's why things like that. It's why I think things like that are just really very important, because as much as they may not want to admit it, people in power are terrified. Um, And rightfully so. You know, I have a small amount of power. I have power over this podcast feed, for example. Right? Oh,
1: do
0: you? No. No, I mean, truthfully, no. Let's be honest. Um, But... Which is why I, you know, personally, would like people to listen to this show because <laughs> it means I can continue to do this. And that's, that's, that is what the biggest newspaper in the world, that's the same mentality they have to have, and it's what the same mentality as the president has to have. I want people to listen to me and to follow me So I can continue. If they no longer do that, I cannot continue no more. And I like to continue. (laughs) That is what I like to do. (laughs) You know? Yes. But it's why protests are so important. It's why why every human being is so important. And nobody's lesser than anybody else. Because everyone matters. Because you're going to be threatened by one person in some way. You know? And I know it's not the same. I know it's not the same, but it's the same principle, right?
1: Yeah, I think it's the same idea. I don't know. Um, Romance-wise, yes. were you happy with the amount of romance that you got in this movie? Would, would you have liked that to be more kind of fleshed out? Or do you like her just telling him in a PS in a book that she is in love with him?
0: I do like that, because it's a little bit cute, mm-hmm. isn't it?
1: yes and then you look up at her and her eyes are kind of glazed over with tears and she smiles and just nods at him and that's like another motivation for him to kind of keep going yeah
0: it's cute I think in a in a more Frank Capra-ish movie you would have wanted more romance but it wasn't about the romance the movie wasn't about the romance so to have the romance in there you have to obviously have the romance in there and yeah. for what for what it's worth, I thought that was fine. I really liked Gene Arthur. And I really, obviously, really liked Jimmy Stewart.
1: And she gets a bit of an arc as well. Like, you know, she starts out kind of teasing him and mocking him like everybody else. Um, and then, like I said, you know, she kind of is, gets to spend more time with him than anybody else. She, like, helps him draft his bill, and she sees, like, what he really is trying to do. And... Um, she does kind of feel sorry for him in, a, in certain aspects because she sees how naive he is. And then she's kind of the one who sets him straight and kind of tells him that, you know, people are just making fun of you. People are just using you. So maybe you just need to go back home because you're not suited for this. And, you know, how dare you come here and make people feel sorry for you. And she kind of gives him this whole speech while she's all feeling, you know, visibly guilty because of how she kind of treated him and let yeah. him kind of, you know, yeah. Get into these situations, um, so I like that kind of whole arc of her really getting to know him and his ideals, and you know, seeing the corruption. Um, and even Claude uh, Rains, he kind of deals with that too. Like
0: he does, um, he does Claude Rains, who looks thirty years older than he was in this movie, and for some reason, in movies that came out after this movie, looks younger than he was in this movie. Doesn't make sense. Claude Rains aging. Does not make sense.
1: Does
0: not. <laughs> it does not make any sense at all he's 50 he was 50 when he made this movie and he looks like he's about 65 yet in Casablanca which was 1942 which is three years after this movie he looks like he's 40 he's
1: younger yeah I think it's just the white hair maybe I
0: don't know and he's definitely the white hair I mean obviously Janine we all love Claude Rains don't we
1: we do yes
0: we do he does, fa- he does He does. have his little arc, though. Please talk about that.
1: Um, yeah, he, you know, was friends with, uh, you know, Mr. Smith's father. And he kind of died in a kind of mysterious way because he was somebody who didn't really falter on his beliefs and was kind of also fighting for the little guy. Um, so you kind of get that sense of, you know, they kind of glaze over it a little bit. And they don't make you kind of have, you know, you would think Mr. Smith would kind of have a little bit of fear about that considering, you know, what he's getting himself into. Um, But I guess his idealism is just that strong. So he's really trusting, you know, Claude Rains and um, that he's going to help him and guide him and he stands up for him a couple of times, but it's only kind of really surface level until it really starts to affect, you know, his part that he plays in this kind of sinister corruption in the government, and that's when he kind of turns against him and calls him a liar and tries to accuse him of things that he didn't do, and ultimately when he sees, you know, Mr. Smith filibustering and standing up there for hours and hours and just trying to talk about, you know, liberty and freedom and believing in something, and, you know, just to see how bad he's hurting, like, and then you even see, uh, you know, Saunders who is in love with him, she's watching him just kind of fall apart and, you know, he's losing his voice. And when you kind of see him to this level, um, and he ultimately collapses, that's kind of when Claude Rains realizes, you know, what he's done. And like, it's to a certain point where he tries to kill himself because he's Mm -hmm. like, he tries to shoot himself in the hall because he's like, I don't deserve to be, you know, part of the Senate. I'm a terrible person to just let this boy, you know, take the fall for these things. And, you know, I've done this. I don't deserve this this to be, you know, have this standing, you know, and he kind of calls out all the corruption, um, seeing what, you know, Mr. Smith put himself through. So ultimately he kind of has that final arc of the movie where he realizes what he's done. And then he finally ultimately stands up for Mr. Smith. And, um, so yeah, everybody kind of gets their little arc of, Trying to manipulate this person, but once they kind of see, you know, how much he cares and what he's really trying to do and what he's trying to stand for, yeah, they he's able to kind of turn all of them to realize, you know, the greater good as well. So, yeah, it's a turning point for sure. Yeah,
0: it's a story about how anyone can make a, a bad situation good, basically. Yeah. At, at, its, at, its, simple, at its simplest and in, at its core, that's what this movie is. And it's just, it's very... That's why it's such a positive movie. It's got a hell of a lot of negativity in it, but it's that's why it's such a positive movie, because that's yeah. its ultimate message. And I like that. I like that about it. I mean, the filibuster alone is just... Phenomenal acting yeah,
1: very from
0: powerful. Jimmy Stewart. I know, I think this movie won an Oscar for screenplay. Um, Jimmy Stewart was nominated. Didn't win because this was movies for 1939. So we know what movie won all the Oscars for that year, don't we, Jenny? Trivia
1: don't wait
0: trivia <laughs> It's a movie that uh, people don't like anymore. And somewhat rightfully so.
1: Gone with the wind.
0: It is gone with the wind. It is gone um, with the wind.
1: Yes, it uh won for best writing, best original story. Yeah. It was nominated for best picture and nominated for best lead actor, nominated for best supporting uh Harry Carey.
0: Harry Carey. Um, is that Taylor?
1: I believe it's Taylor. Okay. Um, And Claude Raines also against each other. so Obviously. <laughs> obviously Claude reigns best, best Director, Claude Frank Capra. Rains. Um, Best Writing. So there were two yeah. different writing awards. So Best Writing Original Story. Best Writing Screenplay. Uh, oh, best Art Direction. Isn't, that's the same. Sound. Yeah, I don't know what's on here as two different things. I don't know. Yeah. Cinect. Yeah, it was nominated for a lot of things. Yes. Uh, rightfully so, music. rightfully so.
0: It is an Oscary movie.
1: Best
0: sound. Yes. I mean let let's let's not beat around the bush. It is an Oscary movie, which is ironic really, when you think about it, because of what we what we view the Academy as these days. A an established organisation that's that likes its establishment. And this movie, this movie really doesn't like its establishment. Would a movie like this be favoured by the Academy today? Who knows? That's a good question, I think. You know, because the Academy's different. The Academy in nineteen thirty nine and when it started was like super celebratory of everything. You know? Now it's now it's it's turned into something a little bit A little different, different where it likes yeah. to throw in. Oh, we'll give the best picture to the black movie this year. But then the year after, give it to Green Book.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was watching um, something about, uh, you know, white savior movies. And Spike Lee just said something funny. He's like, I always lose to somebody driving. So the movie's about somebody driving somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it kind ridiculous. of does. It kind of does. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: ridiculous. I don't know. Anyway, <sighs> I did. Uh, I did actually spot a little piece of trivia, um, you did. which I thought was quite interesting. Actually, I mean, it backs up the whole of what I've been saying throughout the whole episode. Okay, so I kind okay. of, I kind of like it. Um, well, share. The, the, mo- the movie was was banned in Nazi-occupied France. Seriously? It was banned in Nazi-occupied France, and right before, like, a Parisian theatre, Parisian cinema, played it non-stop for 30 days.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: So I like that. Something like Very that. I'm paraphrasing yeah. that piece of trivia, but it's something yeah. like that. Like, obviously the Nazis didn't want a movie like this getting out. Yeah. You know? It would just be, it would just be a little bit next level. It would just be a little bit next level. Fight the man. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and unnecessary. Um, Tell
1: the man to suck these nuts.
0: Yes, which is obviously the last thing the Nazis (laughs) wanted was for anybody to say that to them. (laughs) Yes. If you went up to a Nazi and said, "I'll tell you what you can do, you Nazi." You can do that, then they're not going to be in the best of moods. I mean, you have to you have to assume Nazis yeah. aren't in the best of moods anyway.
1: Anyway, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, I mean, you've got to you've you've got to have something angry about you. I think I don't know politics. What a political <laughs> episode this has been, Ginny.
1: Very.
0: I mean, it's yeah. understandable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right makes sense right i don't know
1: yes
0: nonsense silliness wonderful stuff anything else we want to say about mr smith goes to washington's
1: um you know just despite you know it being hard today to really feel that kind of patriotism and feel like all things about america and what you know we've been kind of uh, led to believe it stands for and Yeah, that may be difficult right now. Um, I think the bigger picture of this movie is just somebody who strongly believes in something who wants to do yeah. better, who wants to make a change, a positive change in the world and him fighting people who have more corrupt uh, ambitions. Yeah. Um, so if you can look at it from that perspective of the bigger picture of, you know, trying to change people's minds by, um, trying to educate them or you know show how passionate you are and show the good things you want to do and he does he's able to change minds in this movie um i think that's kind of the bigger picture message that you can get out of this movie if you are not in the mindset which is totally understandable to be super patriotic yeah or loving your country right what now it, what it will um, do what it will
0: do on this 4th of July weekend, for all you lovely American people that are celebrating the 4th of July. um, It will remind you of the actual American ideals and beliefs of uh, freedom and liberty and that kind of thing. I mean, what is it? Life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness is the actual phrase, Mm -hmm. isn't it? But, you know, those kind of things that are still there because it's inherent in the US despite the actual absolute corruption. (laughs) (laughs) In certain people, that is still there. Yes. And those will prevail in the end because good will out yes. or whatever the phrase is there <laughs> we have to try and be positive right
1: yes 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 <laughs> we have to
0: try and be positive anyway I think that I think that's going to do it to be perfectly honest with you yes. Janine for episode 115 I hope <laughs> of it's a wonderful podcast we have been talking 1939's Mr. Smith goes to Washington Frank Capra's Jimmy Stewart, starring alongside Jean Arthur and Claude Rains, and Thomas Mitchell, and what was his name? Harry Carey, Diz, and Diz, Diz, yeah, Harry Diz. Harry Carey was
1: the Taylor guy.
0: Yes, was <laughs> fairly sure it's James Taylor. Anyway, Janine, if um, if if people want to help support other little. People in a big world of <laughs> big scary people. Where can they go?
1: They can go to our Patreon, <laughs> at patreon.com at It's a wonderful one, and they can support us, little people who are trying to build, you know, something positive to put out yes. in the world. Yes. Like a exactly. boys, like a boys camp, <laughs> like
0: a boys camp, like a summer um, camp. Yeah. For the youth, yes, yes it's exactly to, what we're doing.
1: To help them learn to contribute to society, which is what we're trying to do. So, yeah, a, you, you can come support us at It's a Wonderful One on Patreon.com or just search It's a Wonderful Podcast on Patreon.com. Uh, just a great way to support me and Morgan. You know, he does some awesome media stuff and I do some artwork and we do these shows together, which are super fun and special and we love doing them. So it's a great way to support us. Uh, over there, you know, we have some fun tiers. You get fun little videos with us. Um, you get a little bit of schmodown stuff from me. You get monthly artwork. Um, so, yeah. Live stream. Fun Sunday it's live stream with best. our patrons, of course. Um, you know. All sorts. Yeah, You get, yeah, so lots of fun stuff over there. So please check out our Patreon and
0: find the tier that's right for you. Certainly do that. Certainly yes. do that. You can, of course, well, It's a wonderful podcast. The main show that you're listening to right now is not the only show you can find on this feed. We also have Machine Mondays every Monday with Janine over there talking all the schmo down things. And Morgan Hasn't Seen every Wednesday with us two again. And this month... It's super exciting because we're doing black movies and every episode is a double feature split up into genres. It started off great this week with the dramas, Lean On Me and Glory, both from 1989. And it was also a Morgan Freeman double feature. So that was was fun. Um, Next week we have the comedies. The comedies. The black comedies, which we're really going to have to... (laughs) Clarify. Specific on
1: how we say that.
0: Aren't dark comedies, they are comedies starring and made by black people.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so we'll be talking Hollywood Shuffle and Class Act.
0: Yes. And then of course this show, always, every week, every Friday, talking those wonderful older movies we love so much that we need. Will we see
1: will we see an old face back next
0: week? Perhaps quite possibly, quite possibly. (laughs) But let's leave that for now. (laughs) <laughs> let's leave that for now. Let let's do something with that soon. Soon. Right. <laughs> but uh yes. Um that's it. You can find the show. Find the whole feed, it's a wonderful podcast feed. Monday, Wednesday, Friday on Anchor. It's a wonderful Anchor, it's a wonderful I said. I don't know what words are. You can find it on Anchor, but also Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Castbox, Google Podcasts, and a whole bunch of others. Or just on Twitter at It's a Wonderful One for all the updates. Find me on Twitter at the Purple dome with the Three instead of the E in the because Janine.
1: Three is the magic number.
0: Or on Instagram at just the Purple Don. Janine, all the good stuff is at where?
1: Oh, you can find me at Janine Dabine on Twitter and Instagram. Sometimes I'll put out fun little hey, if you like this movie that we're talking about, leave us a voice message. So you can find those on my Twitter. I'm um, also just, you know, random interesting things that I like to say. Um but yes, find me there Janine DeBean. And uh check out my T public shop on tpublic.com at g9 design. You can get merch for our shows. If you are a patron who was, you know, you know, allowed to get some custom artwork, it's there as well. And just all my art is there if you want to pick up something snazzy. Snazzy. Mm-hmm.
0: I like the word snazzy.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I- a <laughs> A nice blazer of mine that I like to wear sometimes once got referred to as snazzy by one of my sporting heroes, and I was very pleased with myself yeah. when he said wow. that to me. Very nice. Very, very, very nice. pleased. Very pleased. Um. It's anyway. Word. It's a good word. <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a very good word. I think there's only one thing left to do, Janine. Perhaps I will sing the American National Anthem post-credits. Who knows? Okay.
1: Three... Two, one,
0: bye. bye. Oh, Canada, our home, our native land.